Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Thoughts with Mrs. Rimmer. I'm Ashley Rimmer, an English teacher at Ashbrook High School, and I decided to start recording this podcast as a way for me to capture my thoughts and opinions on things that have happened throughout the school day, either with my students or with my coworkers. I would like to tell you that this is simply my opinion and it is in no way affiliated with Ashbrook High School, but a chance for me to sort of process what happened during the day and maybe give a life lesson to students if something like that could come out of it. My thought for today centers around immigration, but not in the politically charged way you so often see on the media. Let me give you a little backstory. So we have an Ashbrook Teachers EL Book Club, which stands for English Learners, and all of the texts chosen for our book club meetings deal with immigration or students coming to America from another culture in some kind of way to better our understanding of the students we have that did not originally come to the school system from America. They come from all different backgrounds and speak many different languages and come in with different um, levels of literary skills. And so we have chosen different texts each month that will challenge some aspect of our understanding of these students. This month, the club organizers decided to do a movie instead of a book because they thought with the holidays coming up, it would be a little bit easier for everyone to watch a movie. We watched a film called A Better Life, which is about a man and his son living in California. And the man works really hard. And the son, who is born in America, is um, sort of a typical student, wants to fit in with the right crowd and gets a little frustrated with his dad not being around. But the dad is out working all day, every day to provide a life for his son. And the son seems a little bit angry and bitter about it. And the, the man buys a truck from his friend by borrowing money from his sister. And in a terrible turn of events, the truck is stolen. And he and the son have to try to figure out how to get it back, which they do. But then the dad is pulled over and they realize he is in the country illegally. And he is deported. And the movie does end on a bit of a happy note. If you want to watch it, I will not spoil the entire ending. But we were able to look at different aspects of immigration through the film. In a slight bit of irony, the meeting was much smaller than the one that we've had, the ones we've had before. Um, And it seemed to be that a lot of the non-English teachers were not there today. And you would almost think it would work the other way when it was a film, not a book. I just found that a little humorous. However, while we were discussing the movie itself, one of the things that was pointed out is the fact that the movie did a really great job of making it seem like none of these people were the villain of the film. So the dad, if you look at it in just plain black and white data on a paper, he is a man in the country illegally, was pulled over by the police and deported. And that seems like a cut and dry kind of story. But the entire time you're watching it, you're rooting for him because he's a hardworking person. He wants to make sure that his son can get to a good school. He lives in a small house or a house but it's a small house but he still has a house for him it's not in the best neighborhood but it's not an apartment or they showed some other um, I think they're called DOS houses where a bunch of people just sort of rent one room and everybody gets like a bunk it wasn't anything like that like he managed to give his son a pretty decent life with what he had by working all day every day he was a single dad the mom left And you're really rooting for him to pull through because he wants to give his son the American dream. But if you just look at the data about this man, it looks like he's the criminal. The man who stole the truck from him, you could easily say he's the villain. Except 
a couple scenes prior to him working with the main character, they were both at like sort of a, a bus stop and like people who needed workers for the day would just come and select them. And neither one of them were chosen that day. And so they sit down and they're trying to figure out what they're going to do next. And the man shares a sandwich with the main character and he just splits it right down the middle and says, we both got to have lunch. And so once the main character purchases the truck, he goes back to that same corner and the person he chooses to work with him for the day is the man who shared his sandwich with him. And so they are cutting trees. And so he like basically harnesses himself up to the tree and goes up the tree. And while he's up the tree, the man steals the keys and takes the truck and drives away. And you find out quickly that he has sold the truck. So the the dad and son are able to track the man down and there's a receipt um, for like a bill of sale in the man's pocket. And the man has sold the truck for $3,000 and sent the money back to his family in another place. And so he doesn't even get painted in quite the same light as a villain because he's still working as a dishwasher at a nightclub. He was trying to get money. Like he, the little house where they found where he had been staying, they said he had cleared out all his stuff that day. So by stealing the truck, he knew he was going to lose the place where he lived and the corner where he was able to get daytime work all because he needed to send this money back to his family. And so the film really painted people in an incredible light about all of the struggles that they go through. And it really made me think, and my thought for the day is that you should always see the person and not the statistic. And you always hear things like all these numbers and data and on the TV, it looks like, well, immigration is an issue and we have all these people entering the country illegally is sort of the way one TV channel will portray it. But nobody's looking at the individuals and there are people in every country in the world who work hard and are good citizens. And then you have people who do not work hard and who are perhaps not the best citizens. And that's not just an American issue. And so if they could look at what is the person doing, how is the person helping better the economy, provide perhaps like a fast track to immigration for people who are doing the right thing, stop letting a couple of bad apples sort of spoil the whole bunch. It's about more than numbers. It's about more than like scary stories you hear on the news to make people believe a certain type of way. And immigration, like that is not the only issue where you see this. You see it with the entire like Muslim population where they're all painted in one certain type of light. And that is definitely not the case if you get to know them. You see it with with everything, with race, with religion, with all sorts of things. And so... Just the conversation we had that came out of this film made me think that moving forward, you should always see the person and not the statistic. And I think this applies in the classroom as well, because too often students get equated to a number that is not fair. Test scores do not show the human that we are teaching. They do not show the awesome things that students bring to the classroom, to the field, to the stage, to anywhere. And so... Teachers sometimes get wrapped up in, oh, I've got to get you to this level on this test or this is your report card grade. Why are you doing this in my class? And don't always see what's happening outside, but they also don't always see what's happening inside. They just see the number. And that's definitely the takeaway from this. I want to make sure that anytime I'm working with students, I am seeing the person and not the number. And I think students could use this as well. Instead of seeing maybe not the number, but instead of seeing the act, maybe try to look beyond the act and see the person on the inside. Um, instead of just assuming that 
I don't want to work with that person because they're probably not going to do their work or whatever. Like, just try to get to know them on a human level. And a lot of times, all you have to do is make that connection for things to work out. Thanks for listening. I hope you were able to get something from the story that I told today. Thoughts with Mrs. Rimmer is recorded on Anchor FM, and all music contained within the podcast also comes from Anchor FM. I'm Ashley Rimmer, and as always, until next time, bye-bye.